New York judge decided today Donald Trump's hush money trial will go on as scheduled beginning March 25th. While in his election interference case in Georgia, a judge has been hearing testimony on whether the Fulton County DA should be disqualified from that case. Former federal prosecutor Nima Romani is joining us on Drive Time. Nima, it's great to talk to you. Let's begin with the hush money case first here in New York. Are you at all surprised the judge did not delay that trial? Michael, I'm not, because there's really no reason to do so. I mean, you can contrast the New York case to the D.C. case, for instance. That's been stayed or been put on hold because the judge there, Judge Chutkin, agreed to do so while the president litigates and appeals his presidential immunity argument. That went up to the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals and now is going to the Supreme Court. And obviously in Fulton County, I'm sure we're going to be talking about it, that case is moving at a snail's pace because there were 19 co-defendants. Some of them have pled, and now we're dealing with this sideshow of Bonnie Willis and her boyfriend, Nathan Wade. And in South Florida, that case is proceeding slowly because the judge in that case, Judge Cannon, was appointed by Trump, doesn't seem really interested in moving the case forward. And because it involves classified documents, there's some procedural issues that have to be worked out with respect to the disclosure of those documents and their admission at trial. But none of that applies to the New York hush money case, which was the first case to be filed by District Attorney Alvin Bragg. So it should be the first to move forward. Yeah, it looks like it'll go to trial first. Trump is charged in that with falsifying business records. Where does that case rank among the others in terms of, for lack of a better word, the seriousness of all the cases against him? Really dead last. Mm -hmm. And it's something that a lot of folks really question should have been charged at all. We know that uh, his predecessor, Cyrus Vance Jr., chose not to prosecute it. The Fed also rejected the case, although they went after Michael Cohen. So, you know, it's really a question of should it have been brought? Are these really misdemeanors? We know that under New York law, false business records are misdemeanor unless they're in furtherance of or to cover up another crime. Prosecutors are alleging that this was all a campaign finance violation. A little bit of a, a twisted, convoluted argument, but certainly... Amongst the four criminal cases, the least serious, even if Trump is convicted, I don't think he's going to do any time. Yeah. What is the potential punishment there, do you think? If he's found guilty? You know, it's, uh, yeah. It, people always talk about the maximum sentence, you know, and I think if I recall correctly, it was a class E felony. But again, I just, I don't think he's going to do any time. It's just, he has such a good argument that the payments were made not to benefit his campaign, but to prevent his wife from embarrassment because he was having a relationship with Stormy Daniels and former Playboy playmate Karen McDougal. I can't see any circumstance where he's going to get any time, much less state prison time there in New York. All right, Amy, let's turn to the uh, election interference case in Georgia where Trump has argued that Fulton County DA Fonnie Willis should be disqualified from the case because of her relationship with one of the prosecutors, Nathan Wade. What's Trump's argument there? And Trump's argument there is not a good one legally, but at least the optics are really bad for Willis. And here's the argument. The argument is that Willis has a conflict of interest and not necessarily a good one because her and Nathan Wade, the special prosecutor, they're on the same side. But the, the argument is as follows that, you know, Willis shouldn't have hired Wade and did so because she could pay him a lot of money, hundreds of thousands of dollars, and she benefited essentially a financial kickback. So you see the discussion today about who's paying for these trips and were they reimbursed and how were they reimbursed. Tough argument. I think it's a really bad look for the district attorney's office, but I don't think it's going to 
require dismissal of any of the charges in the case. At worst, Willis and Wade will have to get off and career prosecutors at the DA's office or the AG's office will take over. Yeah, the, the DA, Fannie Willis, has been on the stand testifying this afternoon. What is her argument for staying on the case, on the Trump case? Well, she's arguing that they're consenting adults and, you know, going back to OJ, right? Uh, Marsha Clark and, you know, Darden, they reportedly had a romantic relationship. And as long as you're on the same side, it's okay. You know, you're consenting adults. I, I think the issue here is Willis hiring Wade. The question is, is he qualified? He's never prosecuted a case like this, generally handling smaller cases, misdemeanors. He was a miscible judge. So why are you hiring Wade, who was your boyfriend, at least the argument goes, to handle one of the biggest trials in American history and pay him all this money? So that's the argument there. Again, I don't think it's enough for dismissal, but it may be enough for disqualification. If the judge were to disqualify the DA, Willis, what happens in that case? What would the next step be? The next step would be career prosecutors, the DA's office would take over. She would be essentially walled off the case, can't work on the case. Or if the entire DA's office disqualified, then it would go to the Georgia Attorney General's office to pick up prosecution. Well, you need a scorecard to uh, follow all these cases and trials, don't you? It's going to be a wild 2024. It, it really is. And, you know, Willis, this is really unforced error. Surely botched this one. Um, so bad luck for her. Certainly a public relations nightmare. Really, it's a circus down there. We're getting sidetracked from the actual issues in the case, which is why it's a big win for Trump and the other co-defendants. Former federal prosecutor Nima Romani, great insight. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me, Michael.